Hello and welcome to another podcast program from Samost Jewish Family and Children's Service of Southern New Jersey in cooperation with the Samson Family Assistance Program. In this program, Mortgage 911, we'll hear from experts about some techniques that people can use if they're getting behind on their home mortgages. The Samson Family Assistance Program is a comprehensive program for community members struggling to make ends meet during the current economic climate. Its mission is to provide the tools and resources needed to gain financial literacy and achieve economic self-sufficiency. I'm your host, Steve Lubatkin. Hello and welcome to Mortgage 911, a special presentation by Samost Jewish Family and Children's Service in cooperation with the Samson Family Assistance Program. In this program, recorded on January 14, 2009, at the Weinberg Jewish Community Campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, we'll hear from three mortgage experts about some of the techniques and tactics people can use if they're behind in their mortgages, having trouble making mortgage payments, stuck in adjustable loans with unfavorable terms, and even for people thinking about claiming bankruptcy to save their homes. And now let's go to the lectern where Rena Esrog of Samost Jewish Family and Children's Service will introduce the speakers and moderate the question and answer program. This program runs about an hour and a half. I'd like to welcome everyone here tonight to this most important program. I'm Rena Esrog. I'm the Director of Programming and Clinical Services at Samos Jewish Family and Children's Service. Tonight we're pleased to have a panel of financial experts who will provide us with insight into the options available to save your home, reduce your mortgage payments, increase your financial knowledge, and reduce your financial stress. This program has been graciously provided through the Samson Family Assistance assistance program at Jewish Family and Children's Service, which is committed to providing the tools and resources to empower families to gain financial literacy and to achieve economic self-sufficiency. The Samson Family Assistance Program links clients to programs and services in the community, including health care, housing, nutrition, legal aid, employment, and job training programs. In addition, we can provide limited emergency funding for housing, clothing, utility bills, food, medical bills, dental bills, burial costs, and other needs. If you are interested in accessing these services, we have a table set up from our agency and a staff member here tonight, Claire Zellman, who is a coordinator of the Family Assistance Program, and she can meet with you at the end of the program. Tonight's format is going to be having a panel speak about different areas related to financial independence and self-sufficiency, and then we'll have time for questions and answers. There's a small card on your chair if you're not comfortable asking a public question, but then there'll be ample time at the end to privately meet with the different speakers. Um, At this time, it's my pleasure to introduce you our first presenter, Randy Nemeroff, He's a senior loan officer for Oak Mortgage Company. Oak Mortgage is a licensed mortgage banker in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Florida. With the validity and uncertainty of the mortgage industry, volatility, not validity, (laughs) of the mortgage industry, Randy is here to speak about about refinancing options. So if you can all help welcome him. Thank you. 
In today's mortgage market, you've probably heard many different rumors being circulated out there. I'm hopefully here to answer a lot of your questions and um, try and clear up some of the things that you've been hearing. The name of the company that I work for is called Oak Mortgage Company. We're a licensed mortgage banker doing business in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Florida. One of the biggest advantages that we have being a mortgage banker, we're actually correspondent lenders for many of the top banks throughout the country. We have our own underwriters on staff, our own processors, and our own closing department. We fund each loan in Oak Mortgage's own name. We bring a check to closing in our own name, and we actually show up at the closings. This basically means that instead of waiting for a wire to come at your closing, you don't have to wait because I'm coming there with a, with a check for the entire balance. <clears throat> Oak Mortgage is primarily a referral-based company. We work with many of the top real estate agents, attorneys, accountants in the area. We also work with a lot of many businesses in the area that actually give our information to all their employees, and we offer them all a benefit by also helping them with discounts on their mortgages. Now, what I'm going to do is talk about a couple of the different aspects of, the, of, of getting a mortgage. The first one is just refinancing, and that's probably where most of you are here today to, to learn about. Right now... I didn't want to interrupt you. I think some of the people in the back are having trouble hearing you. Can't hear me? Is this a louder microphone that's up here? Maybe if you stood up, maybe it would just... Oh, they won't talk that? Okay. okay. I'll talk a little Sorry louder. If you can't hear me, just let me know. Right now, I'm sure that you've seen a lot of different types of rates being thrown out there, anywhere from 4% to 8% to 6%. Right now, the rates are very low. They're very low right now for qualified buyers. Rates are based on different factors right now. A lot of things have changed over the last six months. And sometimes it makes it a little bit harder to do a mortgage, but in a lot of cases for people that do qualify and work with a company that knows what they're doing, it's actually a little bit easier. Right now, what you want to worry about, number one, is your credit score. That's very important. Credit scores vary anywhere from the low 500s all the way up to 800. If your bills are paid on time and you keep your balances low on your credit cards, chances are your credit scores are going to be good. One thing I would recommend, though, is trying to pull your credit every six months just to see where it is. Um, you can pull it in different ways. You can pull it directly from the companies, but that's not always a true factor of what's going on, but it will help you see who's pulling your credit and if there's anybody out there that has any judgments against you. Loan the value. The ideal situation now is trying to get your loan to value at 80% for a conventional mortgage. There are some different programs available to you if you want to go above 80%. One of the programs now, which the first seven years I was in this industry, I never sold one of them, but it's FHA loans. FHA loans have become very, very important. Um, with the new guidelines that just started this year, you have to come up with about 3.5% of your own money. You can also do a cash-out refinance, up to 95% of the value of your house. So if your house is worth $300,000, you can go to 95% of that value and take as much cash out up to that particular number that you want to. One of the other deciding factors in pricing a loan is also your loan amount. There's different pricing based on whether you're pricing, doing a loan for $100,000, $200,000, When you get above $417,000, that's when you get into the jumbo market. The jumbo market right now 
There's only a few uh, local banks in the area that can actually get good rates. Right now, most of the investors are like 8 9% on those. And your debt. What you want to do is try and keep your debt down as low as possible. With, when, you pull, when you look at your credit rating, if you have a balance of, let's say, $2,000 that you owe a credit card company, but your limit is $3,000, you want to try and keep that at below 30% of the value. Otherwise, it's going to affect your score in an adverse way. So you want to try and keep those credit cards paid down as much as you possibly can. Different types of loans. Mortgages have basically gotten back to basics. A year ago, a lot of companies were selling a lot of interest-only loans. A lot of companies were also selling negative AM loans. Anybody here not know what a negative AM loan is? Okay, a negative AM loan is what they called an option arm. A lot of companies were selling them. Some companies, that's all they were selling, probably because they made more money doing them. A negative AM loan means they're throwing rates out at you where you're paying 1%. You're really not paying 1%. Your rate is actually what they were selling was you had an index and you had an, a margin. And chances are your rate was actually closer to 8%. But you're only making a payment of 1%, which means the other percentage in between, you're actually losing the value of your house. So on a monthly basis, you could have been losing 7% on a monthly basis in value. Does everybody understand that? Okay. Let's say you bar, you took out a loan for $200,000. Now you're only making a payment of, you're only making, being charged 1%. That's your minimum payment that's due. Your payment's really low. But your actual rate is 8. Because it's based. Correct. You're only making a very small payment. Okay, they don't have mortgage rates of 1% out there. So the difference between the 1% payment that you're actually only required to make and your actual rate was a minus 7% each month. So every month, you were actually losing the equity in your house. Now, a lot of companies weren't really explaining that to you. They were just telling you you had a mortgage payment of 1%. Yes. There were different, that's basically, the option arm was set up in different facets. You had a COSY, which is basically set up on the cost of savings index. You had an MTA, which is based on the treasury index. You had a CODY, which was CDs. Each one had a different index. You had a fixed margin. Your fixed margin could have, let's just say, been three and a half, four percent but the index was variable and it could have changed on a daily basis or monthly basis. You take those two numbers, you add them together, that was your fully indexed rate, which is actually your mortgage rate. You're making a payment of 1%, but your rate's 8. All that was lost equity. A lot of people got stuck and now they're trying to refinance and they can't because now they're basically, they owe more money than their houses are worth. Bring that into the fact that your houses are not worth what they were they may owe 300000 their houses are only worth 200000 So those people right now are not in the best situation that they can possibly be in. In that case, that's when a modification might be in store for you, which we'll talk about later on. Does everybody understand that negative AM loan? Okay, now the interest-only loan basically meant you were paying interest-only on the loan. If you only made that payment, you weren't paying down your mortgage at all, but you weren't losing any equity. And it was a way just to keep making your mortgage payments, almost like renting a house. Your house lost value. You still owed what you originally borrowed unless you put extra money into it. Everybody understand that part of it? 
Okay, if you look at the way mortgages are priced, a conventional mortgage is up to $417,000. That's when you start hitting jumbo pricing. That's when the pricing starts getting a lot more expensive. Right now, if someone came to me and had good credit, their loan to value was below 80%, they would be getting a rate right now in the high fours to low fives for a 30-year fixed mortgage. A lot of people that are calling me right now might have a mortgage of, say, 6%, 6.5%, which six months or a year ago was actually a pretty good rate. Now they have an option to refinance and save a lot of money. Here's an example. Someone took out a loan for $250,000 at 6%. Their principal and interest payment was $1,498. They can refinance today at 5%. Their new payment is $1,342. That's a savings of $156 a month, or $1,872 a year. The cost to refinance that house is probably going to cost somewhere between two dollars and $3,000. You can build in the closing costs to the loan, so you can actually finance it all as part of the loan, as long as there's still equity in the house which means you're really laying out no money at all, and you're saving yourself $1,872 a year. Chances are you're probably not going to have to refinance again for rate. The only reason you may have to refinance at that point is maybe to take some cash out of the property. The average person actually refinances his home every three to five years for one reason or another. Whether they're taking cash out, whether they're moving and just trying to get a brand new mortgage, or they're just trying to reduce their rate. We sell 30-year mortgages now because actually that's giving us better rates than all the ARM products that are out there. And a lot of the mortgages today are actually priced with some points. Now, I know that's a bad word when you hear point, but the point actually can buy the rate down almost, the way they're pricing loans now, almost a full percentage in rate. So you can actually go from six to five just by spending that one point. And one of the reasons the investors are starting to price it that way is basically because they want people to put more money into the mortgage up front. So it's going to keep them with them on a longer term. Because the servicing companies that are out there really don't start making money on your loan until probably after three years. So if you refinance before that, they actually lose money. So the more money they get from you up front, so they're giving you an incentive now, you pay the point, you buy the rate down, four and three quarters, four and seven eighths, 5%. You're saving yourself $156 plus per month. And right now, the mortgage company's phones are ringing off the hook with people that are just inquiring to see if it makes sense for them to do something. Anybody have any questions on that scenario? Okay. Some of... Go ahead. Correct. Right now, I quoted, I just locked somebody in today for an FHA loan at 5%. So if you have an FHA loan, let's just say your interest rate is over 6% on that, on that rate. Exactly 6. It's exactly 6? So the exact scenario that I just gave you is exactly how much you would save, whether it's an FHA loan or um, a conventional mortgage. Now, there, it's not free. Okay. It does cost you, but it's a streamlined process. There's no appraisal that's needed. So they're actually going to accept the value of the house 
as long as you've made your mortgage payments. How many would you say should be made? <laughs> <laughs> Probably close to, I would say if you made 12 payments, you should have made at least 11, 10 or 11 of them on time okay. in order to get an FHA loan, okay. a streamline. Okay. Thank you. If you didn't, there might be some other options available to you, okay. possibly. Other programs, let's say, for example, you're, you know, I don't know how many people always make their mortgage payment on time, but if you look at credit reports, the most important part of your credit report by far is your mortgage in front of your credit cards as far as, you know, getting another mortgage especially, your car payments or anything else. So the one thing you want to make sure of, don't be late with your mortgage. Okay, that's very important to understand. Um, does anybody have any questions as far as anything else goes, as far as their mortgages? Fifteen years instead of the 30 year? Yeah, what's going to happen on a 15-year? I'm actually getting a lot of people that are in 30-year mortgages right now. And remember, you have to qualify because your payment's actually going to probably go up. But a lot more of your money is actually being, being put towards your principal. It could be almost 50% of your mortgage payment from the beginning that's going to go towards your principal, opposed to a 30-year mortgage where on $1,000, maybe it's only $200, it's going towards your principal. And is there also points involved with the 15 too? Most of the mortgages that are being priced right now, you don't have to pay a point, but your rate's going to be so much better that if you can make, if you can get, let's just say your rate is five and three quarters with no points, and it's four and seven eighths with one point, you're going to save so much money, it's worthwhile to pay that point. Plus, that point's tax deductible. Now, on a refi, it's tax deductible over the course of the loan. On a purchase, it's tax deductible the first year. So, yeah, I'm getting a lot of phone calls now for people that, have a 30-year mortgage, see the rates as low as they are, and say, you know, I want to knock off 15 years of my mortgage or 10 years or 12 years of my mortgage and go into a 15, their payment may not be that much higher because they might be at 6.5%. So maybe it's a couple hundred dollars a month higher, but now most of that money, a lot more is going towards your principal without putting extra money in. Okay, thank you. Here, let me just, this is for the podcast. Otherwise, thank you. Okay. So as far as the loan-to-value ratio, um, the house that I bought, I bought below market value, but I've only been making three months of mortgage payments. They're, they've all been on time, but I'm wondering if a refinance from six to possibly five, if my credit warrants it, um, is about... Actually, we don't even pull your credit again. Okay, good. You've made all your payments? All three of them. Mm -hmm. Then you're okay. Good. Okay. That's what they're looking for. Right. They're looking to make sure you've made your mortgage payments. Anybody else have a question? Uh, you can't make you can't you can't get a lower try and get a lower rate if you don't pay your mortgage on time. What about people who own um, condominiums and they have condominium and assessment fees, for example? Mm -hmm. Do those also have to be current in order for them to qualify for a re? They have to be brought current at closing. Now you can use some of the cash at closing actually bring that up to date but it has to be brought up to date okay thank you I mean you do want to bring those up to date you don't want to lose your house or your condo or anything else either I'm sorry I'm late I don't know if you already addressed refinancing I was considering refinancing I've um, bought my house um, almost two and a half years ago 
payment is always on time, but I'm just thinking of taking advantage of the current um, interest rate. Um, I, I just don't know where to start, more or less. So I don't know if you can touch on that a little bit for me. Yeah, basically all you have to do is just give me a call. I'll go over the entire process with you. I'll tell you what the current rates are based on your individual situation, how much money you would save, how long it would take you to pay back the closing costs that you have that we can hopefully build into the loan. The whole application process takes five, ten minutes. And I'll give you a copy of your credit report when you're finished. So you have it. And when we pull a credit report, we pull it from all three bureaus. Also, too, if anybody is having some credit problems and they want to understand how to increase their credit scores, we can also help you with that also. Okay, there's ways to increase your scores, um, especially through a service that we have. It'll tell you if you certain things that you do, pay down this credit card. It'll tell you exact, probably pretty close to how much your score is going to go up, which is a really nice service to have. But I would definitely make sure, I tell all my clients, pull your credit report twice a year just to see if there's any mistakes on it. Because one mistake on your credit report, you miss one payment for $16, you could lose 100 points on your credit. And now all of a sudden you may not qualify for a mortgage or your rate could be a lot higher. Randy, you said you pulled from three separate companies? Correct. Which I don't know what the three separate, so I don't know if everyone else does. What are the companies? Is that a standard mm -hmm. in the business? What are the... You have Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. You may get call Equifax directly or Experian directly and get their direct credit report, but it's not a true indication altogether in your credit score. When a mortgage company pulls your credit, the, the, it's a little bit stricter as far as their guidelines go. So there could be differences as far as your score goes. Okay, but if there are also mistakes on your credit report, what you want to do is clear those up with those individual credit bureaus, and we can also help you do that. is prepay about 30 days in advance because I was advised at closing that for every day that I don't make a payment, even if I'm not beyond the late period, um, beyond the first of the month, every day I lose $35 in interest, or my interest is $35 um, just because of the rate. Uh, but when I called the mortgage company, they told me my loan's not built that way. I've always thought that if you pay sooner, that's less you're paying toward the interest and more toward the principal. She told me that's totally not accurate. Can you speak on how the payments you make and when you make them, how that money gets divvied up between interest and principal? Your situation is completely different than his situation and her situation. I'd actually have to look at an amortization chart for your exact type loan just to see how much is being put towards principal and how much is being put towards interest. But you probably have up until the 15th of each month to make your mortgage payment without having any fees assessed to it. Fifteen days worth of interest. Like if I paid on the fifth, I have to pay twenty-five days of interest, and then the other twenty-five days, or, or the rest of the money, will go toward the principal. Well, I've never, I've never personally seen that. Neither have I. But that's what she told. I mean, that's what. Um... Now I can tell you one other thing. If you do make one extra payment a year, and again, this is only one extra payment a year, you automatically knock seven years off your thirty-year mortgage. That's the same as doing a bi-weekly payment. Do you actually know the answer to that? Question? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I don't. I've never heard of that before, to be honest with you. 
Okay, but it, it always helps to make your payment on time. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm interested to get something which is mixed use, owner occupied. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I really did have a big, big problem. I applied for three different banks. They stroll and stroll, and finally, I got it as a commercial loan, and it was absolutely outrageous. Uh, they wanted something like seven and a quarter, mm -hmm. and then they wanted a year in advance payment of mortgage, and then they wanted, um, if I refinance or sell, they wanted penalty and all these things. Did that sound reasonable? Well, what they probably did was see a local bank can assess a prepayment penalty if they're federally charted. Otherwise, they can't. Um, as far as your individual situation, um, your individual, I can check on your individual situation, see if I can do any better for you. Um, is it a store bottom yeah, with apartments up top? Okay, it's, it's all, is it really considered all commercial? Is there anybody living in it? Give me a call, and I'll see what I can do for you. Um, we do, see, when you deal directly, I've got some cards right over here, but also when you deal directly with an individual bank, okay, this is what I was saying before about being a correspondent lender, we work with banks all over the country. In most cases, we actually fund it in our own name, though, and we underwrite it in our own name. Commercial is a little bit different, and in certain situations, we can do a residential loan on a mixed use. But in some situations, it does have to go commercial. So I'd have to look at your individual situation. I have to see how it's zoned. It could be zoned residential commercial. You, you may actually have to do a commercial loan, but I may be able to get you a better program than seven and a quarter percent and no prepayment penalty. I, I've never, believe it or not, I've never heard of that before. That I've never heard of. Now, that just might be the individual bank that you dealt with. Yeah, we currently have a negative amortization loan. Um, we have we started with 20% down, so we had 80% equity. I mean, 80% equity with 80% loan. Now, um, at this point, we're probably well, we're much, we're less than 20%, probably 15% equity. Um, How long have you had the loan? Two and a half years. And you've only lost five percent. It might be. It might be more. Uh, that would be would really good if you only lost five percent in two and a half years. Yeah between equity in the house and the negative M. At any rate, it's, it's less than, less. you know, we'll, if we refinance, we'll be at less than 80% LTV, where we're at right now, without kicking extra money into it. So would it make sense to go with a um, with an FHA loan on a refinance? You don't, you only want to go to an FHA loan if you're going to be above 80%. Mm -hmm. Okay, in that case, if you're below 80%, you can just do a conventional conventional mortgage. And if your credit scores are good, you're shaking your head now. The reason I'm shaking with the conventional because they're saying what we paid for the house top dollar two and a half years ago, they're assessing us way lower. Okay, so you're, it's really so not so a praise. So you don't have 10. less than you have less than you have more than eighty less we're than percent equity. Yeah, we're, say we have only have ten percent equity, and you and know, you may be better off going with an FHA loan. Okay, um, I mean, mortgage insurance is going to be pay. less money. Um, your rates are going to be almost identical. Okay, and you don't have to have as good a credit score. I mean, you might have a credit score of 620, 630, 640, 
and your rate's going to be right around that um, 5% area, really? which is really good. And so even though we'd still be paying the, the mortgage insurance, we would uh, it would be less? Correct. Oh, okay. And mortgage insurance now, and again, this could change each year from year to year, mortgage insurance is tax deductible as long as your household income is below, I believe it's $110,000, okay. just like your interest. So I'm going to introduce for the second speaker, Malcolm Black. And he's worked in the mortgage, legal, and title industries. He's presently at Home Mortgage Solutions, and he's going to discuss modifications. So if you can please help me welcome him. Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are there any uh, of you that are interested in modifications that uh, have some problems with your mortgage situation? Okay. Um, <clears throat> The uh, mortgage modification scenario has been set up to assist those who cannot do what Randy does, uh, uh, cannot meet the refinancing requirements. Either their credit is not good enough, they're upside down on their mortgage, um, the value is not there. Um, so when we speak with these uh, mortgagors, uh, the first thing we determine is whether or not they qualify for a refinancing. Um, the program has been set up basically because across the country, most of the people that we uh, come in contact with are unable to refinance because of the economics of uh, what's going on in the country today, people being out of work, uh, um, and those type of scenarios. They're having problems with their mortgages. They're in arrears, um, they're facing a foreclosure, they may be facing a bankruptcy. Those are the type of uh, situations that we get ourselves involved in. Um, the modification scenario is basically based on three premises. Number one, uh, there must be a hardship. A hardship can be any scenario that particularly fits your circumstances. It can involve health. It can involve financing, loss of a job, um, any scenario. We had a situation where a gentleman had to exhaust his funds because his son had a legal problem. So um, we do this all across the country from New Jersey to California, and uh, we probably have seen every type of scenario where people are in trouble. Um, so th this is not a program for convenience. It's not someone who wants to get there mortgage uh, interest rate lowered or their payments lowered. It's a program that's available for those who are in trouble. Uh, they're facing, as I said, a foreclosure or even the loss uh, uh, of their home completely. In addition to uh, there being a requirement of um, a hardship, uh, there's a requirement uh, with regard to your uh, financial situation. We work out a financial worksheet. On one side of the sheet, we put your income, your net income, and on the other side of the sheet, we, um, we list your monthly mortgage obligations. Your monthly income must exceed your monthly expenses. That's a, that's a basic rule of thumb. If you're not making enough money at the end of the month, if your bottom line is in the red, you, you will not be a candidate for a mortgage modification. Um, as I said, it's not a, it's not a program for, for, for those who are uh, seeking uh, a, a convenient situation. It's really for those who have a very, very difficult 
problem in, in keeping their homes. Individual questions, if anybody has any questions about a particular scenario, we'll go through it with you, and we'll discuss it, um, some of the reasons that you may have. Reasons why people fall into default and come to our assistance, it could be a curtailment in income, it could be excessive obligations that weren't anticipated, like a death scenario in the family, it could be uh, you're in a high-rate adjustable mortgage, um, it could be a divorce, it could be a medical problem, it could be a natural disaster. We had a situation in Louisiana where they had those storms down there where the fellow's home was completely destroyed, and that fit into the reason why he was in default. Uh, when I speak with these people on the phone uh, uh, about their situation, we basically address two questions. Um, one, have you gone back to your mortgage company to see if you can work out a, a problem with your mortgage company? Um, uh, most of the time, maybe 80-90% of the time, people have attempted to go back to their mortgage companies and are unable to work with their loss mitigation department to arrive at something that's acceptable. Um, uh, most of the time, the, the the mortgage companies, I don't mean this personally, Rand, but the mortgage companies and the banking institutions are basically concerned about um, they have to get their money. Uh, when the people call, they're, call, they're calling basically the collection department, if you will, of the mortgage company. They just want to get that loan officer in that branch wants to get the money. That's what he's hired to do, and he has to get the money. Um, Workout solutions are, are, are very difficult working with mortgage companies and banks. Some of them we're, we've had some success with uh, in terms of telling the people to go back. But we work, uh, when we do our modifications, uh, we work with our counsel. We work together with our attorneys here in New Jersey. Um, uh, we sit down with them. We review the factual scenario of the individual mortgagor situation. We come up with what we feel is a modification solution. There are about 15 or 20 different ways that you can modify a mortgage. Um, we can discuss those. When we come up with that scenario, uh, the attorneys and I go to the mortgage company. We're on a level playing field at that time, and we approach them for the, with the intent of working out a reasonable solution uh, for that particular individual so they can arrive at a manageable monthly payment. They may be, we talked to some people today that are 12 months in arrears. People that are in foreclosure actually ready to have a sale. Um, we can address the situation with people that are in foreclosure. We can address the situation with people that are in bankruptcy. My legal background permits me to speak with attorneys for bankrupts, uh, bankrupt mortgagors. Um, we can help them. We can help people that are in the foreclosure, in the middle of a foreclosure proceeding. We try and get involved before the foreclosure is started. We try and mold a program that will um, enable the, the parties to save their residence, save it from a foreclosure, save it from in some, sometimes a bankruptcy. Um, uh, we um, 
uh, as I said, we dealt with, with people that have all, time, all different types of hardships. Uh, I don't think there's a hardship that we haven't seen. Uh, when we sit down with a party, when a person calls us on the phone, or a husband and wife, or a mortgagee, or whoever it may be, we take them through a mortgage modification package. We take an application. We take the financial information. We do a financial worksheet, as I indicated to you before. And we advise them how we structure a fee, a fee agreement. Our fee agreements are structured so that all monies are placed in escrow. We pay the attorneys. And uh, in the event the modification is not successful, their funds are returned. Um, a gentleman called me today and said, Mr. Block, I want to go ahead, but um, I'm told that only one in ten uh, modifications are successful. Uh, that's fairly accurate. Uh, if we get ten leads from attorneys, uh, from mortgage companies, uh, if we do two, we're reasonably successful with them. Um, some of the reasons we're not successful is that the information that we get is not completely accurate. Uh, we need to be updated and, and kept informed of all communications between the mortgage company and the individual mortgagor. Um, uh, as long as that happens, uh, then we, we're, we're in a position to be completely apprised of all the facts and able to go forward with our modification through our attorneys with the mortgage company. Um, any, anybody have any questions so far? Any questions? Wow. Okay. Yes, sir. Hi. I have a quick question for you. I contacted my mortgage company. Unfortunately, I did suffer a loss. I lost my job a few months ago. Okay. Uh, I have a 30-year fixed with no PMI uh, paying for the last three years on time all my payments. I called them to say, hey, I suffered a hardship. Is there anything you could do to help me out? They said, not unless you default on a payment. They're not willing to help. Is that true? Is that common? Uh, we are not. That's a good question. It addresses what a lot of people ask us. We are not permitted uh, to. Um, uh, we are we are not permitted to tell anyone. Do not make a mortgage payment. We're not we're not permitted to do that. Um, in, in sort of a convoluted way, it's probably better if you're a month, two, or three in default rather than current. The, the present situation with modifications are if you're in a fixed rate mortgage and you're current, you're not a candidate for the program. Uh, so if they said you were current, uh, probably the thinking is that um, what kind of hardship are you, are, you, are you suffering? I mean, you're current. That's probably the way they're thinking. Uh, you're, the fact that you you say your employment was your your income was decreased. My was yeah, that's a that's a that, that's a hardship scenario sure. that we would work with. You definitely have a hardship, and probably uh, or or possibly you may run into a situation where you're not going to be able to make those mortgage payments, whatever they are. Before I got to that point, yeah. and ended up hurting my credit uh, credit score. Right. Figure, let me see if there's an option. I didn't know if there was something out there that is, you know, creative, but maybe there is something out there for people who need a little help before it becomes an issue. Unfortunately, there's probably not a lot you can do right now. 
And if you think about it in a logical way, you're thinking about it the right way. I don't want to hurt my credit, which you don't want to. It's too hard to get good credit. And you want to be able to buy things down the road. So why should I not make my mortgage payments, which could all of a sudden kill my credit totally, so now I can't even buy another house? But at the same time, the only way a lot of these companies are going to talk to you is if you don't. And it sort of doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I uh, have had two examples, uh, two that come to mind immediately, where um, the uh, mortgagors were in a situation where they were right on the cusp and uh, the, they, were, they were thinking as to whether or not they should make the mortgage payment or not make it. Mortgage payment for the credit reasons that we just discussed. And one fellow said to me, Malcolm, he said, I, my wife can't sleep at night. I can't sleep at night. Um, I don't want to fall behind. Uh, you know, we're scraping. We're using all our savings. Uh, I have to keep current. I'm sorry, but I can't go into the program. I encouraged him to make his mortgage payment to keep his mortgage current. Um, in the back of my mind, I, I have a strong suspicion that, and he said, we probably will be talking in a month or two. But... We encourage the people to make the payment, not, not to make the payment. And he sent me a nice letter and indicated that he appreciated our, our professionalism and our honesty and sincerity. We try and guide the people into, if, if you can avoid modification, avoid it. But if you're in it and um, you're a month behind or six or 12, you have to address the issue. Fortunately, there, there are programs and um, uh, available with modification. You, you also have to be aware that when the modification scenario came out, it's been abused. There, uh, we know some of the good guys and some of the bad guys, and uh, a lot of people will make promises to you. That's really a red flag. Um, you should not be, you, you should not legally uh, or ethically uh, uh, advise a, a mortgagor such as, such as yourselves, um, uh, I will get your rate reduced from 6.5 to 6 percent. I'll get your payments lowered by 20 to 40 percent. I have situations where attorneys have done that in different states around the country. And you can't do that because you really don't know what the situation is with regard to the mortgagor at that time until you've had an opportunity to study their financial situation, review their income documents, and then make an informed decision. So a lot of people are taking money and they're putting people in a very very precarious position. In Florida recently, in the Orlando Centennial, 57,000 foreclosures were stopped because of a mortgage company's unethical practices um, forcing people to get into modification, which has been recognized by the Attorney General's office in Florida and um, one, of the one of the mortgage companies that is assisting to take these people out of the foreclosure through, a mod through the modification process to, to enable them to, s to save their homes. Yes, sir. Having said that, and having dated the last couple of days, that 67% of the people who get into mortgage modification go bad again. Who what? 67% of the people who enter into the mortgage modification program go bad again. That's government figures. 
in the last 48 hours. What kind of parameters are you subject to knowing, you know, what's down the road as far as what you'll be able to do, what I won't be able to do? Uh, how often are the rules and regulations going to change? Well, I, um, I, I, as far as rules and regulations, uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to defer to Marge with regard to some of the state rules and regulations uh, as to where you can go. As far as we're concerned, uh, our goal is to uh, keep you out of foreclosure and save your home. In terms of what we can do, um, there are maybe 10, 15 ways to modify a mortgage. Um, that means take the original mortgage um, with a particular mortgage company based on its interest rate, uh, whether it's fixed or it's an adjustable rate, um, uh, based on the term uh, and the particular structure, we, we have to work within the framework of that mortgage. When we modify, if, when we modify it's that mortgage that, is, uh, uh, that, will, that will be adjusted and recorded like any other mortgage. Now, um, in terms of, of what, what we do and what we can do, modification can, take, can be a two-phase operation. It can be temporary, it can be permanent, or it can be a combination of both. Um, this gentleman that I'm telling you about, it's 12 months in foreclosure. It's, it's, it's at the extreme end, but we have to do whatever we can uh, using our best efforts to first stop that foreclosure. We have to get into a negotiation process to stop the foreclosure. Then we've got to look at his income, review it with the lending institution, and and have a meeting of the minds as to what can this person or persons reasonably afford. If they can't afford 2000 a month, is 1000 a month affordable? We may put them, we may get their, their uh, 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 principal payment reduced. Uh, Litton is a mortgage company that permits reduction in, in, in principal. We may get their mortgage payment reduced for six months. We may get it reduced for three months to give them a chance to catch their breath. We may take the arrearage and put it on the back end of the mortgage. We may, uh, uh, we may develop uh, a, a, an agreement to just charge interest only. So it's a pliable solution that's constantly changing, but uh, we have to get in the door, stop the bleeding, and then uh, get, a, uh, get at least a temporary solution. Sometimes we get, a, we get a, an immediate solution. Sometimes we get them out of a high rate adjustable into a fixed rate and into a lower payment immediately. So it's flexible, pliable, like, like clay. Uh, there's nothing hard and fast. As far as the, there's been some legislation in the state of New Jersey and the Obama um, uh, uh, people have come up with some legislation that's, that's in the process of going through uh, Congress in New Jersey now. Corzine just signed some, legis some legislation that's law to protect people that... Um, uh, are unable to, uh, they're, they're, they're approaching or in foreclosure, they're unable to make their mortgage payments to keep them out of foreclosure, they're letting them stay in their home and become, by operation of law, a tenant, and to make payments until they're able to make their mortgage payments, to meet with someone like Randy and get a mortgage that's in place, uh, which may take some time to do. But the goal is to stop the foreclosure 
and let these people sleep at night not worried about a sticker going on their door that they're going to be out. I literally get calls from the sheriff's office in Camden County and other uh, sheriff's offices uh, with people there saying, please, you know, help me. I I'm, I'm going to be out of here tomorrow. And that's something that should be addressed by everyone early on, as you, as you sir, were, were, were anticipating an issue. You can't wait until 20 days before the foreclosure or, or the foreclosure sale to start, look, start looking for a remedy. Yes, ma'am. So I just want to understand, because this is one of the things we were looking into, is the home modifications, which we haven't sat down with this particular person. So basically, um, this type of program is only for if you're in that foreclosure. In other words, if you're making your payments and you have a good credit score, but you don't have a job or it's, the numbers are exactly like you said, your income is less than the mortgage payment, which is what you kind of said, made me think that you could be a candidate, but if you're making your mortgage payments and everything's on time and your credit score is good, you're I'll, not a candidate? I'll try and clarify for you. You don't have to be in foreclosure okay. to be a candidate for the, for the program. If, but however, that being said, if you're current and um, if you're in a fixed rate and you're current, the lending institutions look, at, look to you as you don't have a hardship. You should be continuing to make your mortgage payments. Now, that may mean, and again, I can't tell you that. We're not allowed to say, don't make a payment. But if you and your wisdom and speaking with your family make a decision not to make a payment for a reason that you think is uh, in your long-range best interests and, and you find yourself a month in default or two months, then you become someone that would want to speak with someone like us. Consideration if, say, you have 401k or pension or other funds to access to pay that mortgage, then you wouldn't be a candidate? I can't comment on where you're going to get the money from to, to make your mortgage payments. You have to decide that. What we do. But you have other access to other funds. Then. Is that something that you look at and. In the modification program? Yes. We look at it from the. When we do the financial worksheet and we look at the left hand side, which is the debt side, and we look at all your expenses, uh, your food, all your utilities, your mortgage payments, gas, cars, we look at all that and we come to uh, a number of $3,000 a month. And we look on the other side, we look at your net income. We also have, have uh, 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 specific uh, references to your 401k and other things. So it can reflect as, as an asset, but it might not be something that's, we're looking more at your, your pay stub, your W-2, your tax return for, for what you get in monthly to make that mortgage payment so that we know that your asset side that way is more than your debt side. One of your solutions, a 40 year mortgage instead of a 30? Um, we don't, we don't, as, as a solution, we don't, we don't say to the mortgagor who has this problem, uh, Anything about a 40-year mortgage or a 30-year mortgage or a 20-year mortgage or a 15-year mortgage. What we say to them is that uh, whatever your mortgage is, we are going to go back. We're, we're interested more in um, what's your monthly payment, can you afford your monthly payment, whether it's a 40-year or a 30-year, uh, $2,500 or $3,000 a month, 
is your payment. That's what we're, we're sort of myopically looking at that, okay? Um, when we go back and, and, and start our negotiations with the, mortgage, with the mortgage company, the attorneys and I, when we go back, uh, uh, if, if a 40-year mortgage is on the table, it'll be part of the discussions to come to the, where we're going. Just want to know, what is your fee for uh, the modifications, and what's the turnaround time once you have the accurate information from the home um, owner? Okay, from the, from the time that the uh, package of information is returned to us, executed, uh, together with the fee agreement, is returned to us, we then immediately sit down with our attorneys, uh, provide, a, provide them with a package, um, and the attorneys uh, uh, um, contact the mortgagor and advise them that they are uh, now in the process of commencing the modification, which means contacting the mortgage company. Thirty days to sixty days is a is a is a is a is a framework. Sometimes uh, we've had success in less than thirty days and less than sixty days. So. 30, 45 days is what we tell. As far as the fee is concerned, um, <clears throat> we understand that um, uh, that, I, that our time expended uh, might not be this much, it might be this much. We're interested in a solution. So everybody has a different mortgage payment. So we have developed a uh, what, we, what we feel is reasonable. Um, Generally speaking, most of the people pay a um, a refundable fee of a, of about fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars is a is 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 a, a fee we can work with. Um, it depends on the circumstances, the factual circumstances. Are they far down the road in their delinquency, their arrearage? Are we in a foreclosure? All these things contribute to. Uh, anticipated additional time. So we're somewhere between $1,500 and $2,500 is the range within which we work. And we also uh, structure a payout so that we understand that your money and the use of your funds must be maximized. We understand we only have so many dollars to use for the program. So we'll work with you and, and, and work out a structured payment. And that's usually accomplished within a 30-day period. Yes, sir. Yeah, regarding the, the refundable um, aspect of, 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 the, um, of, the, of the fee, so if you can't modify the mortgage, then you refund the money? Is it pretty much that straightforward? Or you, ba basically, basically the only portion that's not refundable is the attorney's fee. We, we, we don't have any control over that. But because we work on a volume basis, we probably can, we, not probably, we do structure a better fee for you than you, than you could structure on an individual basis. Um, so that's the way it works. Now, as far as modification is concerned, let's clarify what we mean by modification. <clears throat> if there is any change affirmatively in your mortgage situation, whether it's we get you two months uh, put on the back end and you're eight months in arrears, or we get... Um, you stay the same, but you continue on. Your interest, your 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 your, your rate stays the same. Um, it doesn't change. 
but we're able to take you, maybe you have a $2,500 a month payment under that 6.5% mortgage. If we're able to get you temporarily, for example, from a $2,500 payment to a $1,500 payment, that's a modification. So any change affirmatively in your mortgage is a modification. It's delineated in the agreement, in bold letters. Also, which is delineated is that there are no guarantees going in of any result. Um, it's a best efforts situation. Again, as I said, any promises that are made to you, run, don't walk away from that because no, nobody can, can guarantee that up front. Um, we do guarantee you that, you're, that, that, the, that the attorneys uh, that I work with and myself um, uh, will be uh, putting every, every effort into the modification. So um, just to elaborate on the question a little bit more. Um, okay. Because we've talked to somebody about mod modification, as okay. said. And um, that was one of our concerns with going forward w with it was, all right, say 30 days go by and you come back and say, okay, well, we can reduce the mortgage payment by $100. Then, then so if, we if we decide that that isn't worth the money that we – because we were told in, in our particular situation it's going to be a one-month mortgage payment is the, is the fee. You were, so, you were told what? One month's mortgage payment would be the fee. Uh, a one month's mortgage payment, okay. Like twenty five hundred dollar escrow down, right? No, no. One month's mortgage payment oh, is, okay. is the escrow. How much so, is your mortgage payment? It's 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 about in that area. 20, about two thousand. Okay. Yeah. Twenty two hundred, two thousand. And they said one month's mortgage payment. Yeah. Well, we're 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 very familiar with that, those kind of responses, but go ahead. Okay. So if we decided that okay, well, it's not worth it to us after you come back with. Your your modification is can we then say well forget it you know we want our money back we don't want to accept the modification uh, no it is a modification okay. it, 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 it's 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 a fine line but it is a modification I I a well reasoned question okay. right. Thank you. you're welcome I'd like to introduce Marge Delavecchia she's the executive director of the New Jersey Housing and Mortgage Finance Agency. And she became the executive director in April 2004. She previously served as chief of staff of the New Jersey Department of Community Affairs following 13 years of local government management experience in Cherry Hill Township as the director of the Cherry Hill Township Engineering Department, managing and directing the township's capital improvement program and engineering construction. Ms. Delavecchia is a licensed professional planner and holds degrees from Fairleigh Dickinson University and a Master of City and Regional Planning from Rutgers University. So let's welcome her and I'm gonna let you tell about your experience. Thanks. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I guess first I really wanna thank Rena and the um, uh, Jewish Family Services for hosting this event because I think it's extremely important. Um, and it's also great to be here with uh, Randy and Malcolm because I think that maybe together the three of us provide kind of the range of of product or or resources that may be available uh, today and there, there are a lot of resources that are being talked about there are a lot of um, advertisements happening today I see them on TV that uh, say just call us we'll get you cash for your house we'll we'll get 
you out of your mortgage. You don't have to pay it. Um, and so I think it's really important that if you are in any way experiencing any distress or concern, that you reach out to any of us in that we're professionals and, and we will certainly, as you heard from each of, uh, of each of them, guide you in an appropriate way. So uh, let me just tell you a little bit about who I am and what we do. I, I run the state housing and mortgage finance agency and, and we're a little bit of both of what these folks are. So on one side, we're actually a mortgage company. We do have a state-run uh, state mortgage program. We provide first-time home buyer mortgages to, right now, to about uh, almost 13,000 homeowners throughout New Jersey. Um, and, and Randy, of course, is one of our qualified lenders, and so someone who might be interested in a first-time home buyer doesn't have to come to Trenton to come get a mortgage from us. You can actually go to Randy or one of our other 75 lenders who are familiar with the state housing mortgage product and um, can make that available to you. I'll talk a little bit more about that in the end because I think you did a great job of covering the mortgage situation in general. I will say, though, we do not write mortgages to credit scores. We look at the whole person. We look at your work history. We look at your, empl your employment, your credit history, your history of paying on time and paying your bills, and we don't only look at what your credit score number is in order to give you a mortgage. And we certainly do the FHA, which is a federally insured mortgage program. Um, but in addition to that, because we are a public agency, we are a state agency, we, are, we make resources available to help people with down payment and closing cost assistance. So we can make up to 4% of the mortgage available to somebody, cash in hand, to help with your down payment and the closing costs. Now, there are many occasions where, because of that resource that we have, we're able to actually finance 100% of the mortgage because we will, that, that's, that is a, a quality that we're able to bring in the mortgage product that we have available. But, you know, mortgage products out there, they're good and they're certainly getting cheaper, as we're hearing from lots of people, but what we've heard tonight and what I hear all the time is that those numbers aren't actually available to all of us. They're available to people with very good credit. They're available to people who um, uh, certainly have uh, at least 20% uh, to put down on their homes. And just in today's world, in today's market, whether it's for us or friends or family or our children, they don't come to the table with very good credit scores and all that money to put down. So that is one side of the business that we do. Most recently, and why I'm here tonight, is because we have begun working with Governor Corzine and other agencies in the state, realizing that there is, in fact, a foreclosure problem, and I call it an epidemic. The governor said... Uh, yesterday in the State of the State speech that we are rising. We've seen almost in excess of 48,000 registered foreclosures in New Jersey this year, and we're trending towards another 50,000 foreclosures uh, in the upcoming 2009. Many of those are a result of some of the unusual mortgages that people did take, whether it was uh, a second mortgage that was adjustable, whether it was through an equity uh, loan out of their home or whether it was 
uh, I know you had a name for it. I call it a pick-a-pay mortgage, which is uh, a non-amortizing or negative amortizing mortgage um, that that people got into. I don't I don't look at anybody and say that they are at fault. We all make good decisions at the time that we make them, and so there is no one here who made a bad choice when you made the choice about the mortgage that you're in. I promise you, you didn't look at the you didn't look at the conditions that were presented to you and say, what is the worst possible choice I can make today? You made the best possible choice for yourself, and, um, and that's okay. Uh, we just need to deal with it now, which is what the governor has come out with in his programs, and we are assigned as the state agency to implement those programs. So let me tell you a little bit about them and ways that we may be able to be helpful. Uh, on a couple of fronts, we, we certainly have our own refinance product, but it's not been one that's been really well used. Just generally, uh, some of the banks can do a better job than we can do in terms of the rate for, for refinancing, and we're really no different. So we have not been uh, marketing that refinance product a whole lot. Because what we really found was that most people that we're working with are in a little bit more distress than just, I'm looking for a better rate in my mortgage. They are certainly in arrears in their payments. They are uh, potentially in, in foreclosure. They're potentially in default. And what we decided as an agency as an, and as a state is to support those borrowers through housing counseling and assistance through housing counselors. So to that end, we've actually gotten 16 housing counselors throughout the state that we have funded to hire counselors to work with people who are in arrears, in default, or even in foreclosure to have a one-on-one -on -one counseling session, at several sessions as required. There is no charge for this service, and I don't want to. I don't want to discredit Malcolm's service because it is. It's an excellent service, and certainly something that is is appropriate for some. For others, it's. It may not be affordable. It may not be appropriate. And so, as a state, we have um, worked. We are now working with over 16 housing counselors that have available to them some resources that we are supplying them with. And let me just tell you a little bit about them. The first is that they have access to lenders. They have the names, they have the conditions, and they have what a lender is, re is requiring of borrowers in order to either modify or refinance their mortgage. And that is a direct connection that the governor's office has made to, between the counselor and the lender, and these are big lenders, are Countrywide, Bank of America, Citibank, PNC, HSBC. Uh, there's a list of about 20 top lenders who we have direct connections and agreements with those lenders that they will work with us as a state agency and through our counselors. In addition, what we learned, and we heard a little bit about this also, is, is that some people are able to refinance in spite of some of their credit issues, except they come up short. And in fact, to have a successful modification, they come up short because they either owe prepayment penalties on a second mortgage that they had, or they owe back taxes, or they owe condo fees, um, or they owe CCMUA or utility fees or something. In, in, in that mortgage modification, 
that they just can't come up with the funding. And so our agency has made available up to $20,000 per household to assist with any mortgage modification or refinance so long as they work through our counseling agencies and our counseling agencies can negotiate with the lender and the borrower into an appropriate modification. And that could be a refinance or a modification um, of some sort, and we will make what I call catch-up money. Literally, that's its purpose. Its purpose isn't to catch you up for one month and then have you go into arrears again. Purpose is, as you brought up, to catch you up and then have you continue to be successful in that mortgage modification. Uh, just one point to respond to that question earlier about 67% of the modifications are back in default. Many of those modifications did not involve any reduction in the payment to the borrower. They involved a uh, moratorium on a payment, and those, because of the moratorium, in fact, when that borrower resumed their payments, their payments, in fact, were higher. And so we, I don't think we should be surprised by that some of the modifications that weren't really well um, contemplated and well executed resulted in a future default, because I don't think that you know, uh, Sheila Baer with the FDIC, which is a, an insurance, a banking insurance agency, has said just that. Um, so that's one program that we have available. It's called the Mortgage Assistance Program. And in order to get access to it, you have to work through one of our 16 housing counseling agencies throughout the state. There are um, two that are located in Camden County, and I have some brochures over on the table that I'll make available for anybody tonight who's interested in them. One of them is located right here in Cherry Hill. It's the Consumer Credit Counseling Service of the Delaware Valley. Uh, so they're convenient. You can work with them over the telephone uh, or go into the office and work with them. We do, in fact, require, and I heard this question asked a little bit earlier, um, in order to participate in this program, you do not have to be in default in your mortgage, but you have to be about to become, your mortgage has to be about to become unaffordable or you are uh, about to become in default on your mortgage. And so we, we contemplate that there, you're trying to do something in advance of actually being, being in default. But we do also, um, it is income restricted. The income restrictions are up to 120% of median income, which in this area is up to about $100,000 a year. I think it's $96 to $100,000 a year. Um, and also we would require that you use other resources that you have available to you so that, again, I'm dealing with public money. We need to be extremely responsible about how we spend that public money. Um, and so we do, in, in fact, require that this be your primary residence. It can be a one- to three-family home. And we do ask that you use uh, whatever resources that you have available. In addition to that, uh, there has been recent legislation signed by the governor and, a, and several recent programs enacted that are designed to really get at the issue of foreclosure a little bit further down the line. The first and most important one is a program that's being that rolled out on Monday along with the Attorney General's office, and it's called the Office of the the Administrative Office of the Courts. So it's a program being run by the Courts of New Jersey. 
and that is a foreclosure mediation program. If you are, in fact, in foreclosure at any point in the foreclosure um, timeline, foreclosure in New Jersey can take anywhere from nine months to, I'll say, 18 months. It can be a very long process in many cases. If you have, in fact, received a foreclosure notice at any point along that timeline, available to you now is an opportunity to work with a housing counselor and an impartial mediator. And that mediator uh, will bring to the table uh, the lender. Actually, the courts require that the lender, the borrower, and a mediator come to the table and discuss a possible workout of the foreclosure situation and the mortgage situation that's before them. On behalf of the residents, we provide at no cost the assistance of a housing counselor to essentially be the advocate for the borrower. There are also attorneys available if you're income eligible and you need an attorney also to be an advocate, much like, like Malcolm provides as well. Uh, again, at no cost, depending on your income eligibility, to, again, also be your advocate. Or, in some cases, if you were the victim of a predatory loan or a completely inappropriate loan for you at the time the loan was initiated, that uh, attorney service will, in fact, potentially um, uh, pursue that further in the, in the court system. So. The Administrative Office of the Courts has a mediation program that provides, at no cost, a housing counselor and a mediator and requires that the lender come to the table. There's no guarantee that it'll work out. It's a voluntary workout with the lender, but there is uh, a strong request from the Governor's Office and the State of New Jersey for our lenders to work with our residents. Because in addition to not being able to sleep at night and the distress that that causes, there is, a, there is a, a broader impact to the issue of foreclosure, and that is on each and every one of us, whether we're in foreclosure or we're not, every foreclosure in and around your, your own home and in your neighborhood immediately decreases the value of your home by, it said, 5%. And so we really have a social issue here and a neighborhood and a community issue here that we're addressing. Every foreclosure means that municipality can't, can't collect the taxes on that property uh, and, and the whole host of other bad social issues that come with uh, vacant homes, abandoned homes, and, and the like that is not good for anybody's neighborhood. So the office of the administrative office of the courts has the program available for mediators, attorneys, and housing counselors. In addition, we are rolling out a mortgage stabilization program, which is a little bit different than the program I talked about before where we give you $25,000. This program is actually um, maybe somewhat similar to what Malcolm described, but this is a program intended to have the lender write down the mortgage to the house current value because many homes right now are not worth the value of the mortgage just because of the 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 nature of the housing market today 
And so what we, we have to do is get these lenders to begin by taking the existing mortgage and writing that value down to the, the fair market value of the home. And that's where we start with them. The mortgage stabilization program that we're rolling out this month is a program to further incentivize the lenders to do that because we are at the lenders to do that and to make sure that that newly modified mortgage will be affordable to that homeowner who lives in, lives in that home. The way that we do that is that first and foremost, the lender has to write the mortgage down to the market value. And that's, that's a big if. I'm not telling you that's easy. It's not easy. But working again through our counselors and our attorneys that we have available, they are experienced in it and, and have some resources and connections to do that kind of modification. And then secondly, we offer to the bank and to the homeowner that we will further write that mortgage down to be affordable to that homeowner who's in that mortgage, who's in that home. And our goal is to get that to be approximately 34% of their income. And the difference between what that homeowner can afford and the market rate of that mortgage will be uh, provided through HMFA in the form of a uh, second loan up to $25,000 so that, again, with the goal that you heard of before, the goal here is to keep people in their homes at a price that's affordable. So that's a second program that we are rolling out that will, once again, incentivize the banks to, to not only push their mortgage down, but help keep that homeowner in their home because we will help subsidize that, that homeowner with a 20, up to a $25,000 second loan that is not repayable until uh, the home is sold or 15 years, and by that point we assume that the market will return and we will have the value back in the home uh, to, to where it can be uh, sold and that second mortgage can be paid off appropriately. Um, you heard a little bit about a new program, which is, I'd call it a, a lease purchase program. That is a program designed to, once again, have folks who have no other alternative um, and are really inappropriate to remain in their home, but they are working with a qualified not-for-profit organization who will, in fact, buy that mortgage from their lender, buy that home from the homeowner, and keep that homeowner in the home, paying rent at an appropriate amount that they can afford for about three years, and at the end of that three-year period, the intention of this program is to have the homeowner buy their own home back from, the, from a, a, an appropriate not-for-profit that they've been working with um, and, once again, repair their credit, stay in their home, and buy their home back. There are a lot of foreclosure scams out in the world right now. There are. And, and we may not see it a whole lot in Cherry Hill, but we may start to see it soon. Cash for your house. You know, we can fix your mortgage immediately. You can stay in your mortgage. Just sign over your house to me, and I'll let you stay here and be a tenant in your own home. So far, I have heard of none that are, um, that are real. And, in fact, what I have heard is people who literally sign their, homeowner, their homes 
over to unscrupulous business people and uh, are, are soon kicked out of their own home with no equity and no value because they have literally signed their own home over to, to someone who is, is simply in the business to make some money off of this. Um, so those are the programs that the state has available. Um, again, I have the information over, over on my table about how to access the programs. Certainly, the mortgage mediation program through the courts is not income qualified at all. Anybody in any process of foreclosure can work in this program and is eligible to participate in this program. Some of our subsidy funds and our mortgage assistance or catch-up funds do have in income restrictions on them. We're a public agency. We are, uh, we are in the business of, of uh, making sure that we appropriately spend public funds. Once uh, and finally, I just want to say that we believe that making the calls earlier in the process is better, as you, many of you have done. The sooner you make the call, the better position you will be in to get some assistance. We believe that we need to work through the counseling agencies that we have in place who are well-trained in foreclosure, foreclosure assistance, what I would call asset preservation, which is simply preserving whatever value and equity you do have in your home. They have opportunities available, and they will provide you with guidance, and they have the relationships at the banks and with the lenders to oftentimes make the case and plead the case for you, not necessarily as an attorney, which is always a very valuable resource to bring to the table, but as a housing counselor who has been certified by us and has some other state resources available to assist in, in that way. Um, I think I'll leave it at that. And uh, once again, you know, make available the, the folders and the information that we have. Maybe for the podcast, I'd like to just give out two pieces of information. The uh, mortgage mediation program for anyone in foreclosure has an 800 number. That number is 888-989-5277. That's uh, 888-989-5277. And there's also a website, which is foreclosure at lsng.org. That is Legal Services of New Jersey, who is taking those calls and screening those calls. There is also, for anyone who has any questions whatsoever about mortgages, there is a National HOPE hotline. That number is 1-888-995-HOPE. That's a national hotline, 24-7, it's open. And if you are calling from New Jersey, we have a special arrangement with that national hotline that they will redirect your call as appropriate if they can't help you then and there on the phone to one of our 16 certified housing counselors right here in New Jersey. They'll direct you to one that's appropriate for your location in, in the, the zip code or the community from which you're calling. So those are the two best resources that we have available. And uh, I do believe that um, Governor Corzine and his administration has made a very dedicated and appropriate effort to come out in assisting New Jersey residents in this. 
Um, and he's also taken the opportunity to sit down with the lenders. As a banker himself and an investment banker himself, he's got a little bit of juice to talk to these lenders and say, hey, doesn't help anybody to have a vacant home that's owned by a bank or by a mortgage company. They are not in the business, tell me, you're not in the business of owning property. We're not. And so there is value here in keeping people in their homes to ensure the stability of our neighborhoods and certainly the decency in our lives. And more important than anything, maybe, you know, whole families are impacted by foreclosure. Our kids go to school. Our parents live in the community and, and, and have social services and, and uh, things like the Jewish Federation and the JCC available to them that if they are no longer able to be in that home, are no longer accessible to them. So, you know, foreclosure affects more than just anybody's pocketbook or, or their home. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. But again, I just, I think you're, you're doing a good job here of bringing the news to our community. And uh, I go up and down the state every week. We have, this week I have three foreclosure prevention or, or foreclosure panels that I'm on. Uh, we do them nights, weekends, and I, I just appreciate the Federation coming in and, and giving us this opportunity to talk about it. I just wanted to give Randy and Malcolm a chance to just say how to contact you because the podcast, if you don't know what that is, it's an audio taping that will be on our website. So we'll do equal opportunity. <laughs> and then I'll, if you have more questions, so if you just want to say that in and okay. how to contact you. Our office is located on Route 73, right across from Fridays. Um, our phone number is 856-988-8100. My extension is 718. If you're from out of state, it's 1-800-787-8100. Uh, <clears throat> it's called Oak Mortgage Company. Our offices are at 401 Route 70 East, Suite 104 in Cherry Hill. Our toll-free line is 1-800-253-0939. My company, Home Mortgage Solutions. And Marge, if you're able to maybe forward to us dates, you mentioned at the end that you have different seminars coming up, we could Sure, absolutely. Next one is tomorrow night at Camden County College in Blackwood. Is it a similar, what is the... Uh, it's actually uh, economic, uh, it's, it's a much broader economic uh, distress and economic issues and family issues and other services that may be necessary. It's being coordinated by Assemblyman Greenwald, Lou Greenwald, who is our local Assemblyman, and Pam Lampett, who is also our local Assemblywoman, and uh, was going to be in Cherry Hill, but I think the crowd got too big. It's at the Blackwood campus tomorrow night of uh, Camden County Community College. And how would people find out more information? Should they go to your website? Uh, actually, what I would recommend is call Assemblyman Greenwald's office. I can find a number for you. I'm sorry I don't have it right now, but um, I would recommend calling the Assemblyman's office. It's certainly an easy number to find. Okay. Sure. The, the question was uh, about the mortgage stabilization program. Uh, the federal government actually put out a program through um, uh, their resources 
that has not been very successful, and we wanted to build on that program. The essence of the program is as follows. Somebody who's in a home who owes more on their home than the home is currently worth is a problem because you can't refinance and uh, you don't have enough equity in the home to, to, in some cases, modify your mortgage, certainly not to refinance. So the, the, the goal of this program is twofold. First is to work with the lender to have them reduce the value of the mortgage from what it currently is to the current value of the home. So just say we're, you're in a $250,000 mortgage, but your home right now is only worth $225,000. Again, you can't refinance because there's not enough equity, equity in your home in order to finance, we'll assume. This program is designed to do the following. Number one, work with the lender to have them modify the mortgage from $250,000 to $225,000. That's the first step. However, in addition, we're assuming that some of the residents who are in these homes may be stressed even at $225,000 in their mortgage. And our goal is to have that resident or that homeowner pay no more than about 34% of their income to their mortgage payment, including taxes and insurance. Therefore, the difference between what the homeowner can afford and the current market value of that home of 225, and let's just say that that homeowner can afford a mortgage of $200,000 today because of whatever distress has come into their, their world, this program, together with the bank, will make up the difference between what the homeowner can afford, we'll call it $200,000 mortgage payment, and the current value, which is a $225,000 value. That's what the mortgage stabilization program is designed to do. That will be, in fact, a second mortgage, but it will be tacked onto the end of the loan, of the life of the loan, and it will not be repayable until the home sells uh, or after 15 years, it can become due and payable. Pardon me? Um, you know, I have to be honest with you. We are literally still working out the details of the program. It has not been, it was signed into law on Friday. <laughs> But it has not been, uh, the details and guidelines of the program have not been um, finalized yet. My goal, quite frankly, which is much like the $20,000 catch-up loan that I talked about earlier, that will be a 0% non-amortizing loan. My goal would be to have this be either a very low interest or a no interest loan because its purpose is really not to make money. Certainly we don't want to throw money away, but our purpose is to, make, to uh, keep people in their homes and then recoup that money upon the sale of that home. Uh, and if we assume that it's appropriately written down to the current market value, if that home sells, we should be able to get the difference between what the borrower can afford 
and the current value because we've now mortgaged the property for its current market value. We'll have some more information coming out about that, and I'll make sure it gets here to Jewish Family Services, and also certainly any of the list of counselors that we are working with will have that information at their fingertips, and that they will have that as a tool to use. Yes, we have a website. Our website is www.nj-hmfa.com. That's www.nj-hmfa.com. We also have a customer service line at the agency that's answered by real people. That number is 1-800-NJ-HOUSE. Again, we are a state agency. Uh, interestingly enough, we have seen an increase in our own demand for mortgages, and I think that in some cases it's been kind of a flight to quality. People are really nervous about, you know, who can I trust, what mortgages are the right ones for me. Certainly Randy has presented a, you know, a good mortgage product, but I don't think that that's always easily known. And so we've, we've actually, our business has in fact increased because I think there's some comfort in that it's a government entity that is involved in it and therefore they might be, you know, more trustworthy, certainly not more than Oak Mortgage Company, but than some of the other uh, mortgage brokers that have been out there in the past that we all know were probably just looking to uh, sell as many and as much mortgage as they possibly could. I just wasn't quite comfortable giving them the information that they were asking for. So well, we have some local counselors that you may be more comfortable working with. Yeah, because I called the 888 number and I was not comfortable, especially the girl I was speaking with said she's in California and I was like, you know, but now that I know that you guys are all linked. We are. Yes. That's actually still being rolled out. Literally, it was signed on Friday by the governor into law, so it takes just a little bit to get some there, guidelines in place. There was... Um, in the Philadelphia Inquirer on the 10th of this month, they had, in Section B, they had posted um, that there were new, a couple new programs coming out. Are you familiar with that? Uh, I think that's what, what, what we're talking about because, you know, again, I mean, it's the court mediation program if you are in foreclosure. There is the mortgage assistance program if you work for our counselors and you need some catch-up money to bring you current in some way to refinance or modify your mortgage the mortgage stabilization program that we're still uh, working guidelines on, and then a new program that it's really not designed for an individual borrower. It's really designed for a not-for-profit who will work with individual borrowers to help keep them in their home. If And that is really in a case of the, the most distressed uh, homeowner who has many more issues than simply that they can't pay their mortgage. And, and this is really a goal. The goal is to surround that borrower, that, that, that resident, with as many services as they need in terms of uh, any kind of social services to help them stabilize their, their lives. Yeah, I wanted to commend you for your presentation. I think your heart's in the right place. I have a question. There's 25,000 here and 25,000 there and 50,000 people in, may enter uh, into foreclosure. Who's going to pay for that? 
Well, a couple of things. In the case of uh, the mortgage stabilization program, uh, uh, some of the fun- I'll, I'll give you a, a, a good, a, a fair answer. Some of the funding comes directly from the Housing and Mortgage Finance Agency. We are a, a we're called an independent authority, although we are a state agency. We are not state government employees per se, but we are a public state agency authorized to exist by the, the, the governor and the legislature. We actually make money. Our operations make money. Every dollar that this agency makes goes right back into the programs that we support, that I, some of which I've described here today. We have put in already over a million and a half dollars into funding our counselors. And we also have received funding from a national organization called NeighborWorks, which is a congressionally uh, supported organization designed to work directly with foreclosure issues. They fund that HOPE hotline. So we've received about a million dollars from the national organization called NeighborWorks. Some of the funding is going to come from the state legislature, which means they are state funds. There will be the two newest programs that we talked about, the mortgage stabilization program and kind of this lease to purchase program are, is funds that is being allocated, that has been allocated and appropriated by the legislature. So those, were, those are tax dollars, which again, I think it's extremely important that we are responsible in how we spend that money. We can't just throw $25,000 at any case that comes down the road. Uh, it, it's, you've got to work through our housing counselors. You've got to work in a way that will modify or, or, or refinance mortgages so that they will be successful. And so those funds will, in fact, someday matriculate back into the program and back to the state legislature. So there's a variety of sources from that, that we use to support our programs. Thank all the speakers for coming this evening, and they'll be available to answer other questions if they come to mind. So thank you for all attending, and you can put the evaluations in the basket. We hope you enjoyed this program from the Semost Jewish Family and Children's Service of Southern New Jersey. If you have comments or suggestions about this podcast, please send us an email. You can write to steve at professionalpodcasts.com. If you would like more information once again on the Samson Family Assistance Program, contact the Samost Jewish Family and Children's Service of Southern New Jersey at area code 856-424-1333 or visit the website at jfcssnj.org. We produce this program in the studios of professionalpodcasts.com in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. For the Jewish Family and Children's Service of Southern New Jersey, the Samson Family Assistance Program, and everyone at the Jewish Federation of Southern New Jersey, this is Steve Lubetkin. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you out there on the net. Take good care.